Hey, so what is going on, everyone? It is me, Mr. Mario, and who am I with today? What's up, guys? Dopesletter930 here. Hey, Daniel, how are you doing? Pretty good. How about you? Oh, I'm doing pretty well. Like, honest now, I'm kind of thinking I probably should have used the bathroom again beforehand, but it will be okay for the next 45 minutes. <laughs> Tie it and not, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what I'll do. <laughs> Anyways, we are here for Mod Chat episode number four. This is going to be April of 2015. Daniel, what are we talking about? Today we are going to be talking about modding versus piracy and the differences and um, just, I don't know, our opinions on the two subject matter. Exactly, yeah. So, I mean, this is a thing that it's funny because I remember I did a video on this like years ago and people were like, they really enjoyed it, but they're like, I didn't think you would actually ever cover this. Uh, because, you know, as you, Daniel, know, like you've been in modding scenes, like several modding scenes and all that. And, you know, the, the crazy but kind of disappointing thing with modding is that like, it's just like modding and piracy are just you know like they're not hand in hand but they're like secret lovers with one another that no one's supposed to know about and they make excuses you know what i mean yeah i definitely would say that and i would say from a lot of people's perspective when they hear or see and look at it they tend to blend way more than they really should if that makes sense exactly yeah and that's why i mean you see a lot of people who i mean honestly there are going to be you know services and all that that do just straight up cover their ass and they say you know these are quote unquote backups of your games and all that but it's like you know for example like i've seen this there's like several websites where you can like literally purchase like you know discs with burned games and they're called backups it's like really dude Completely Real? illegal. Completely Real? illegal. Well, no, no, no. They're backups. <laughs> no, that's still completely illegal. <laughs> I know. The, the thing is, I, I mean, I, I've, I've looked into this so many times because back when I was doing the whole flashing drive thing, I was like really interested in what the legality behind it all was. And you aren't even technically allowed to back up a game for somebody else, mm -hmm. technically speaking. And you know, and to sell a backup game, absolutely, definitely, 100% illegal. Exactly, yeah. And it's like, it's one of those things, it's like you have to have air quotes around everything. It's just like, well, I'm buying this backup because it's a game I already have, but I can't back it up on my own. The, the funny thing is with that is that <laughs> you know as damn well as I do that these people... They're they're not dumb. They they know exactly what they're doing. You mm -hmm. know, they, 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 they oh, I didn't realize. Come on, come on. Yeah, you know? it's it's like really, you need a backup of Call of Duty five days before release. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, that that sounds right. That sounds that, that makes a lot of sense. You must have pre-ordered it, and then I don't know, you you broke it already or something. Exactly. You know? Yeah, no, no, it makes perfect sense. But yeah, no, I mean, all jokes aside and everything, with a lot of modding scenes, because it's not not gonna lie, I mean, of course, everybody knows, most of the time when you do modify a system in some way, one of the main th benefits to it is you're able to either, you know, if it's an older system, play, you know, CD or DVD backups of something, uh, or if it's a newer system, you know, you could run things off a hard drive, or you could do it with more advanced modification, anything like that, so it's literally like there's several systems I have, like, for example, uh, the, the Wii... Um, they're both at my parents' house, but like the Wii or even like a RJ tag that I built for my brothers. I like those because honestly, they have games. They're, they're kids. They scratch them up and I just load all the games on a hard drive and they load up the games like it's Netflix or something and it works out like that. Like for that, it's fine. Um, but you know, then where, when it comes into play, where it's just like when you use, you know, those modifying methods and everything to get pirated material and all that. And that's when the modding scene, you know, comes under fire, you know, from copyright holders and all that stuff because it's like, hey, you know, just because you mod your system doesn't mean you're going to play pirated games, but that does mean that technically you can play pirated games. Yeah. And 
again, just like how you said with the Wii thing, um, me and my brother personally, this is before I even modified a console, but we went through three MW2 discs, man. Um, one of them, uh, one of them, the Xbox fell over while it was on and it scratched the shit out of the disc. And the other one, oh, I want to say it was something similar. Like someone just picked it up and tried to slide, you know, move it over a little bit. And just by angling it a little bit, it got like the whole perfect circle of death thing. So scenarios like that, it's like that blows to have to buy the same game three times and spend 180 bucks on it, you know. And, and, and for situations like that, if you can just have a backup and run it off of a hard drive or just, you know, okay, whatever, uh, you know, keep the, the ISO on file in case you need to make a backup for a situation like that. It's, you know, great. It's awesome. Oh, um, man, I've made like four copies of The Lion King for my brothers because they kept scratching them or like spitting up on them or just scratch like you know losing them yeah so again you know <laughs> scenarios like that it's a beautiful it's an asset it's a tool it's a, it's a great thing but again um you know there's such a fine line in between those two and even if like your your intent when you modify a console isn't to do pirated things like it's so easy for someone to just be like well you know just maybe just one game or yeah, just this i don't know if i really want this game i'm just gonna take it for a test you know it, it, it just it got it happens and the thing is that in itself is the reasoning why modding is is frowned upon by so many you know like all the large corporations essentially exactly yeah because you know, that oh i was just gonna say i mean it's 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 really disappointing to look at it like that too you know like i understand your point of view but it's just like you know there's so much thing there's so many things that you can do with the system and everything you know because they're tied back to this you know it's yeah it's yeah it's kind of it's kind of a disappointment you know exactly. and the thing is there's there's like I would say that, I mean, this, again, this is all stipulation, but um, I would say, and I've seen it at least a few times, where some of the big players in the game, in like the modding game, that are actually the guys that are cracking things and that are further developing things, a lot of those guys actually don't necessarily care for piracy, and they are completely about further development and, you know, like Linux-type stuff, and they, they, they actually do modding, in a hope that it'll give other kind of hobbyists the ability to create awesome apps and add-ons and and and, and um, you know uh, functionality that wasn't there before, not to hey let's just rip off every single game possible, you know? Exactly, yeah. And you know, I, I guess even looking at it now, like okay, we're about like seven minutes in. One thing that we've just completely glossed over is you know our stances on this. So I guess Daniel, like we can go ahead and share this. But um, as some of you might or might not know, like actually on my channel because I like covering modding and I do show how to backup games and everything. And like I'm I'm not oblivious to it i know people can use it to you know bit torrent a game and you know get it online you know get games for free and all that but i do you know cover the backup methods and everything you don't show me you know giving out cracked software or you know linking to like any type of site like you know any pirate bay or anything like that uh in fact like i'm one of those people where I will actually, like, remove comments, and even if there's repeat offenders, I will even, like, ban people who are, you know, linking or anything like that or who are trying to sell backups or anything like that because I'm just, like, I want to keep the modding aspect here. Like, I don't want, you know, the whole piracy thing on here. And then even from a personal stance as well, I used to, like, when I was younger and all, I used to pirate, like, quite a bit and everything. But now, like, in recent years, I really don't because there's really not so much of a need to. And, you know, partially, I will say, not gonna lie, it is, you know, a nice uh, money type thing as well, too. Like, now I do have a job, I make more and everything. Whereas, you know, when I was a kid, where you have, like, you know, your income is, like, Christmas and your birthday, you know, you don't have as much to go around. So, like, I completely understand it from that perspective. But I'm one of those people, like, I will respect something, and if 
it's something that like I really enjoy, like if it's a game, a movie, music, anything like that, I know how it is to put in the effort and everything like that. I will go out and buy, especially if it's a game, because, you know, I was a computer science major for about a year and a half. I've had my work copied. I've had work, you know, partially stolen and all that. And it sucks. It really does. So, like, I would just feel bad, you know, ripping code like that, honestly, you know, just, you know, in a game format. Yeah, and um, from my my standpoint on it is also pretty similar to yours. Um, again, I'd be a complete liar to say that I've never <laughs> pirated anything. When I was younger, I was all over the whole LimeWire and you know that's <laughs> that, that. Oh man, I loved LimeWire. It was like the coolest thing ever as a kid. You know, because, uh, LimeWire, you casual? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you know, back then iTunes, iTunes, I don't think even had the dollar song download thing. I believe when they I did. first started, did they? They they did. It was ninety nine cents, and they started now. There's like they were seventy nine cent songs when they also started doing itunes plus where it was like 129 got you okay yeah, well, i don't like itunes just just telling you all that yeah, right now i hate okay. itunes with a passion. <laughs> yeah. stupid itunes um but uh anyways yeah so you know back then i used limewire and stuff like that and I, I i downloaded my fair share of things i'm definitely you know can't say that i haven't but again just like he said i, I do get quite a lot of comments basically asking you oh, know where can i get isos how do i download games can you make a video on how to you know play burnt games i've even had people use the word pirated games i'm like god <laughs> like really you're just gonna you know god you're a very blunt person but um i you know i've never responded to any of that and i i used to comment comment back kind of saying you know i don't condone piracy on my channel and this and that um and, and again the thing is basically at this point where i'm at is that even 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 when i could do games i hardly ever ever did games like it was one or two and then i wouldn't even play them i'd end up like just chucking them or something like that so it's more like a test run type thing but um for me i actually like since i'm pretty like or at least was pretty big on collecting games and stuff like that. I like having my hard copy of the game. Like I like having the manual and the book and the disc and stuff like that. Um, so I mean, especially with current gen and stuff like that, you know, I like be- I like buying the games that I want to play. And 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 again, the thing is, if it was just if everybody was pirating and it was a really simple thing to do, then there would be no reason for developers to put in their hard you know time, effort, energy into developing these games for months and you know years, whatever it takes to create a full you know full fledged game. Um, because again, even though you know money's not everything, money is what allows these people to create these games. And if that money's being you know by 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 a large being you know diminished by people just downloading the games and not actually paying the you know to, to go back to the developers, and you know it's going to really stunt innovation and and people wanting to create really awesome games, um, you know, and spending all their time on it because they won't be able to since there'll be no funding to back it. Yeah, no, that that's a very good way to put it. And I just want to say there's just a few things I kind of want to shoehorn in here real quick. One, there's going to be a lot of things we don't touch up on because we do not have enough time. Even if we stretch this out to an hour, there's so much we cannot cover in here simply enough. Uh, two, neither of us are going to, because we're going to talk about, you know, when it's like okay as well too. But this is not a whole legal matter or anything like Nobody start downloading games just because, you know, Mr. Mario and Dope Sooner said it's okay here and there or something like, no, 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 no. What we're saying is not the law or anything like that. Like, it's just our own opinions and all that's how it's going to be treated. But the third thing, one big thing I want to talk about is I don't want us to sound, you know, completely oblivious to other parts around the world. Because, like, Daniel, you might know, you know, as well as I do, there are places where there's only pirated things available. And that's it. They don't know what original things are. Well, I will say this, that my mom's family being from Sweden, which is where the Pirate Bay was, you know, originated from and the creators, um, my uh, uncle, uh, my aunt's, you know, uncle-in-law, whatever, um, 
key when he was visiting here, I mean, I was really young. I want to say I was 10 or 11 or something like that. He was using the Pirate Bay, and I asked him about it, and he kind of showed me and explained to me what it was and stuff like that. Well, the thing is, Sweden, for the longest time, had no copyright laws when it came to digital content. Yep. And so it wasn't even illegal to do what he was doing. Now it's a different story. I believe Sweden has enforced because there's been so many things with the Pirate Bay. Um, you know, they have enforced these laws now, but there's definitely parts of the world as well where like the, the laws are not the same as they are here in the States, you know. So, mm-hmm. I mean, depending on where you are, then, you know, that's it's, again, like he said, it's a different it's, it's different where you are in the world. Oh, like one big thing is like in the Middle East, for example, like first off, I mean, this was decades ago, but when my dad came over here, like if you believe me, my dad didn't even know what the hell a copyright was until he came over to the US. He would buy bootleg tapes and everything because, yeah, like this is what they had back in the day, like bootleg cassette tapes and all. But he bought bootleg cassette tapes. That's all they had. They were a few dollars here and there. And there would be like a piece of paper that had some copyright stuff. And to him, he's just like, wait, copyright? What the hell is this? I mean, yes, I understand. I can copy this as many times as I want to. This is a copy tape already. Yeah. Um, but then, you know, there was all that other stuff going on where it's just like, yeah, like he didn't understand, he didn't know what copyright was until he came to the US. You know, he learned about it more and everything. Uh, but even just, uh, I'm kind of losing my train of thought here, unfortunately. Um, but yeah, like then there was one person I spoke with recently who's been a fan of mine for quite a few years, and they're from Jerusalem. And we had talked about this, and he said, you know, okay, get this. Do you know how exciting this is? He said that people go over to, because he's in Jerusalem, he said that people go over to Jordan to take classes on modding. No way. Yeah, yeah, no, he said there's classes, and I, I told him I was jealous. He's like, no, they, they're not nearly as good as you all, like what you all do on YouTube. But he was saying that people go over there, they learn how to mod systems all, they come back, they open up a shop, or they have a license, whatever it is. But he was just saying, he's like, you know, I like original stuff, but unfortunately the stuff here is so hard to come by, it's so expensive, and everyone pirates. That's crazy. Yeah, I'm, and I mean straight up, like even when I went to Jordan like years ago, it's like, I don't know, like, first off, I mean, the systems, their hardware and all that, like a PS2, like, when they were like $100 here, you could buy them pre-modded there for like $300. Uh, But then all the games were bootlegged and everything, and a boot, like, an original game was like $60 or something like that. They were more than what they sold for in the US, but then, you know, you get the bootleg games, which there, they were actually pressed and everything, but you still had to have a mod chip to play them. Yeah. Uh, Their games were like, in US dollars, like $1.50 or $2 a piece. Jeez, way, yeah. <laughs> way more affordable, like way more. Exactly, and that's yeah. why it's just like, oh, you you buy the system, and then the games are stupid cheap. Yeah, that's uh, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah, but no, like I, I'm also one of those things. I feel like my piracy has done a lot of good for the world at the same time because first of all, like advances in computing and everything. I don't think we would have seen like you know two two big things that start with P have really advanced you know technology and all that. And honest to God, these really are what they are. Uh, piracy that's one big thing you know with uh, especially with you know the uh, dot com bubble, the whole like MP3 thing with Napster and everything. You know we had this whole new wave of digital distribution available to us and then we had all this competition with blank media and cd burners and dvd burners blu-ray burners you know going on here and there and that's upgraded our infrastructure and we've gotten more affordable memory and everything and the other thing which we could probably you know thank youtube for as well too and everything you know we have this platform available to us is honestly porn like porn has really advanced the industry as well too you know with all the streaming sites and everything and they've done a lot of revolutionary things technology that happened before anyone else did 
I was expecting it to be porn. <laughs> what were you expecting? I, I don't know. I thought when you said platform, I was like, okay, platform, that's the one. And then he threw porn at me, and I was just like, whoa, party. And I'm, and I'm sure a lot of people are not uh, are just like freaking out, but it's like, yeah. no, honestly, think about it. Like, what were the first video streaming sites that started cropping up that you could easily access before YouTube? Porn. Exactly. Uh, porner bros, e-porner, shall I go on? <laughs> it's like, just going through my top ones, like, you know, but... <laughs> Oh, yeah, that's great. Um, That's funny, though, because I actually never really looked at it like that. But I will say that, like you just said, with, like, especially CD burners, when, when, like, those were a big thing to get, like, you know, the drives, um, those primarily sold or, like, pretty much only sold for that reasoning to to burn, uh, you know, to burn things. Like, I mean, how many people really, like, when they were really flying off the shelves were buying them just to, like, burn photos to a disc, you know? Exactly. Like, that wasn't even, like, the really the first thing that you think of. Maybe, like, when they first first came out when they weren't conventional you know when they were like five six hundred dollars for a yeah. burner. uh but aside from that no it was really because the whole napster explosion and bubble and everything and you got to keep in mind too this is like the peak of the millennium and everything like right when the millennium turned over so cds at the time like now like for example i just pre-ordered a cd i paid ten dollars for that that's that's cheap and it's from a band i really like cds were like twenty dollars and there was oh, no I- way you could buy a song at a time there was really nobody putting out uh music or anything like that that i mean hell like even the way people produce you 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 have people who are producing music just in front of their computers now and it's not even just like electronic music it could be any type of music that wasn't available in the year 2000 i have to really stress this because i'm sure there are a lot of people who are like 14 15 years old who don't remember this at all because you know we're in 2015 now you don't remember any of that one, one, one thing that's just completely random when it comes to the way music has changed is that as much as I'm stoked with the fact that you can just buy one song now or you can stream one song, dude, I miss, I miss, like, I used to have a big store called Virgin Records by my house, man, and it was just full of, like, every band CDs, you had posters and stuff like that. It doesn't, they're all gone now because mm-hmm. it's all digital. And again, like, I understand that's just the way things are and, like, you know, boohoo, get over it. But but it's just, like, it was a part of my childhood, like, going into the stores, like, just, you know, browsing all the different album covers and stuff like that from these bands that I was such a big fan of, you know. And uh, my, my pops, um, my dad actually got into burning things before I ever did, which is weird because he is just like technologically challenged. But um <laughs> you know, he, he used to my uncle used to like loan him CDs and my dad would be like, Oh I want you know my dad my uncle was big on collecting CDs, my dad was big on burning CDs. And so he would you know he'd be like, Oh I got all these badass new, you know, albums and songs and stuff like that. Um but when my dad was doing that I kind of feel like it wasn't it was kind of like a gray area on whether that was okay or not it wasn't like outright like this is not okay type thing at, at that point because it's kind of but it's like well you know it's family and one of us bought the cd exactly so it was kind of like you know you could justify it at that point but um yeah it, it's interesting how um you know again like you said too with the hard drives i mean the reason why do people need such big stores because they're downloading a shit ton of movies and music you exactly. know exactly <laughs> So, I mean, before, you know, if you're streaming it, you don't need it because it's not taking up any of your local disk space. But, yeah, that's, I mean, that's that's interesting. I just, I never really thought that, like, piracy could stimulate the economy, but it does. Oh, yeah, no, piracy has done a lot of good. I mean, of course, you know, it's also, you know, done other things because now a lot of people just want their stuff for free. And honestly, there's a lot of stuff I listen to that's already given out for free, so it doesn't matter too much. But there's still paid stuff that I listen to as well, too, that I will pay for if I really like it. One thing I really want to talk about, though, here is, you know, when piracy could actually be, I guess, quote unquote, excused. Um, And Daniel, I guess before I go into this, can you think of any examples that you have? 
I, t- <laughs> I brain farted for a second saying, saying exactly what I- yeah, I'm sorry, man. I was just looking at my wall and I don't know why I stopped thinking. Uh, wait, you were thinking of what? No, I was staring at my wall and then all oh. of a sudden I stoned out. Like, I thought you were doing again. like an I love lamp type thing. No, not at all. So, go again. Sorry, man. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. I, I was asking like can you think uh, – or like do you have any examples of when you think, you know, like piracy might be okay or there's like a valid reason for it or something? Oh, God. See, here's the thing. I could justify so many things, but they're so wrong, and I know that. Like, if you really – you know what I'm saying? Like, I couldn't afford it, and I needed it for this and that, and it was educational and, you know, stuff like that, which is still really, again, um, if you can just – you can justify anything in life. So, I mean, I don't know how le- legitimate that is, but – uh Oh, the times I think it is okay to pirate something. I mean, well, when you're saying, you know, like trying something, well, one one big thing I think of is DRM. Like, if it's an always online DRM thing and you just want to play offline, like, you know, uh, I know several people, actually, there's been games that are like that. They buy the game and then they pirate it so they can play it offline. Yeah, that, I guess I guess that would be an example. I mean, um, software, like, if you want to take them for a test drive or something like that, even though, again, um, that in itself is kind of like a, eh, because most expensive and larger so, uh, software distributors have a trial, you know, of like 30 days or seven days or but whatever. But a lot of them also are like limited trials as that's well, true. too, that they, you got to keep in mind. They give you the full features. To me, because to me, that's kind of horseshit that, that they would do that. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if that's, they do that because they think that if they give you the full features, it'll be easy to crack somehow, like by tweaking <laughs> with the, you know, you know, by tweaking with the trial thing. or Because re- I've seen things where there's cracks where all you do is like reset your, your clock or your, your calendar on your computer and it bugs it out. So I don't know if that's the reasoning behind it. It's for security reasoning. But I don't understand like why you'd give someone a taste and not like let them just give me, give me the spoonful for like a week or two here, you know? <laughs> you no, get what I'm saying? Like, yeah, no, I understand. How, you're, you're not not going to get an accurate representation of something unless you actually can try it. Why are you going to like you know handicap your software? I, this is a completely side note, you know. <laughs> but but I'm just saying like I, I don't understand that. To me, you know, you should. I don't know, dude. Everything should be freeware. <laughs> no, I, I, oh, that'd be cool. Yeah, no, one, one big thing I want to say, this is one example that I have right here, and it particularly, like, you know, it portrays gaming and everything. Uh, of course, you know, one big thing is, like, PC, obviously a lot of people pirate on there because it's so easy to do. Console piracy is, like... Honestly, the only consoles that have had super, super bad piracy have been, you know, like the the Nintendo DS. Um, but even that wasn't nearly as detrimental as one thing I'm thinking of is like, you know, the Sega Dreamcast, where it's literally all you have to do is burn a disc and you play it. And this was like discovered when the Dreamcast was out. Like it was still a very new system. Like imagine like six months into like the PS4's life cycle, people found out how to pirate games. And all you had to do was just like burn a disc or something like that. You didn't have to open it. You didn't have to modify anything like that. So pretty much what happened like with Sega themselves, and this is going to be another Sega example, but like with Sega themselves, uh, they actually were selling the Dreamcast at a loss. So they could make it up in software sales. But because it was so easy to pirate for that system, this is also around the turn of the millennium where things were getting more affordable, like blank CDs, burners, all that stuff. They didn't have software sales to back it up because everyone just pirated them. So they got screwed. Oh, they got majorly screwed. That's why the Dreamcast was the last console that came yeah, out from I, Sega. I, I did know that, like the Dreamcast, even the like even the Saturn though didn't sell very good. Did it? I never really heard of a lot of people. Oh, playing the, the Saturn. The, uh, the Saturn. That, that's actually what I'm going to bring up. That's a whole nother thing. <laughs> that's a whole nother thing. Why the Saturn didn't sell that well? Um, but what I was trying to come at here was. 
I recently got a Saturn. Probably videos are going to go up and all that Like by the time I put this out. Uh, but if you're tired of seeing Sega Saturn videos, deal with it, okay? <laughs> uh, now, what's going on is there's one game I want to talk of in particular, okay? Uh, Daniel, have you heard of this game called Panzer Dragoon Saga, or have you heard of the Panzer Dragoon Collection? Definitely have heard of it. Don't know what it looks like or anything, but I've, I, I watch so many retro YouTube channels and stuff like that. I've definitely heard of that, yeah. Okay. So you already have a little bit of background. Now, Panzer Dragoon, it's a good series and all that. Uh, they released Panzer Dragoon 1 and 2 and Saga on the Saturn. Then they re-released – no, they, they did a Panzer Dragoon Orta with like a remake of the first one for the original Xbox. And then that was it. Now, Panzer Dragoon Saga kind of got screwed over. See, here's the thing. The game came out in 1998. 1998 is pretty much by the time the Saturn was dead. Like, it was laying on the street dead. This game came out, it was going through a very long development cycle, uh, and because of that, you know, because the Saturn was dead, not that many stores were carrying it, so not that many stores carried copies of the game. Because the system was dead, not that many people were, you know, playing on the Saturn. They moved on to, you know, the Nintendo 64, the PlayStation. They were looking forward to, you know, the new upcoming systems that were going to be coming out soon, like the Dreamcast would have come out in 1999. So all that other stuff was going on. There were so many factors against it. In addition to that, this was a very expensive game to produce and it was expensive you know to make and all because it spanned four discs for a dead system not that many people wanted to do that so in total honestly i think i'm being gracious here including european japanese and u.s copies i think less than fifty thousand copies of this game have been pressed wow that is not that many no here's the thing this this game has two things going for it one it's rare because not that many copies were pressed and two it's an excellent game it's a very good game, and I'm actually I got really lucky because I'm borrowing a copy from a friend right now, so I'm able to play his copy of it, which it's just awesome. He's letting me, uh, he's lending it out to me. But pretty much what happened with this is this game, Panzer Dragoon Saga. It's a very good game, but it only exists on the Sega Saturn. We're not bringing emulation into this, but aside from that, emulation for the Saturn is not that good. Uh, there's never been a re-release of this game or anything like that, so it's not like you can buy an upgraded version on like the Nintendo Shop or PlayStation Network or you know an Xbox Live Arcade version or anything like that. No, you can only play this game on the Sega Saturn. Now, Daniel, guess how much this game normally sells for in decent condition? Oh god, retail. Uh, I would say a four disc game for the Saturn. Uh, I'm gonna say the two hundred dollars. Three hundred. Three hundred bucks. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's crazy. It averages about. Eight, I I even saw one person was selling the first disc eighty bucks. Yeah, it's insane, dude. Yeah, yeah. So this this game costs about three hundred dollars to get. Now here's the thing. If I buy this game, like if I go and buy it from a retailer from like Amazon or eBay or something like that, or I buy it at a game shop used, Sega is not seeing any money from that. The developers are not seeing any money from that because they have no way of selling this. This game is not being sold anymore. It's completely locked on the Saturn. And it's times like that, you know, when it's a really limited release and it's expensive and it's not readily available and you can't get it. You literally can't get it any other way than... I would see, you know, an exception to pirating that because it's like, well, you can't expect everyone to end up spending $300 on this game that really, you know, could have been a lot cheaper if they pressed it properly, you know, if it wasn't as rare. Um, if they did a bunch of other things properly, this game could maybe you could probably pick it up for $30, $40, something like that. But no, well, and my, honestly, it's a good game, but I'm not saying it's $300 good. My, my question is, is that at what point is it no longer piracy? 
Exactly. That's you know, in a situation like that, is that even piracy? I mean, who are you stealing from? Exactly, because technically the scalpers could be stealing from me. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. So I mean, I just I don't know. uh, You know, to me that that point, just like just like okay, like for example, when you're doing when you're running, um, you know, emulators and you have ROMs and stuff like that, a lot of those games, the licensing is gone on them. I, right? I will say this, though. The only exception, the reason why I didn't bring that up is because a lot of those games, even like Earthbound, for example, another example I could have brought up was Earthbound. But Earthbound, you can buy legitimately on the Wii or on the Wii U or on the 3DS for like 5 uh, to $10. Got you. They have their own remakes of it or like exactly. ports. You, you, can, you. you can buy ports of them. So if somebody says, well, I can't buy Earthbound because it's too expensive, it's just like, uh-uh, no, you have a Wii over there, right? You can buy Earthbound for about $10. But like with this game, Panzer Dragoon Saga, I can't get it on anything else. Yeah. yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, I guess because... That well, that wasn't really a thing up until you know the last really couple current or like last gen. Really, I mean, how far back? Like PlayStation Two, maybe they did like like a remake, if you will, but they didn't have a whole online store where you can download games and stuff like that. You know, exactly. Yeah, that no, that was the thing. That was the seventh generation of systems, so last generation. Yeah, so I guess like yeah, in that case, that might change it up a little bit because they're still trying to milk it. But uh, uh, see, that's. To me, that's still like a pretty gray area, it you is. know, on those older games. Whether, like, because to me, like when I play emulators of like Super Nintendo games and NES, like I like collecting them. So if I had the original, way better. But I don't remotely feel bad when I play emulators of any of those games, dude. I don't. They're just mm-hmm. so damn old. They're from like you know NES is before I was even born. You can't find most of the games anywhere. It just I don't. Those games, I just feel like again, again though. I know I've heard this like because you know how there's like retro duo systems or whatever. Yeah. Oh, basically, for those of you that don't know, they're like um, a Chinese knockoff console that can play like uh, SNES, NES, and N64, or like Genesis. Like, it's just a bunch of... They don't... They, not N64. Not N64? Never seen an N64 clone system. Okay, well, then Super Nintendo, NES, and Genesis, or something like that, basically, they, they can play all those different cartridges. Well, um, I read somewhere that them selling those consoles at this point are actually not illegal, because the licensing to... The hardware that those consoles used expired at some point. Mm-hmm. I've heard that as well too. So yeah, I mean, again, I don't know. That's that's just an article I read online. I'm sure if I called up Nintendo, they wouldn't be too thrilled about it, regardless of whether that's <laughs> true or not. You know, but I'm just saying that you know, with some of these older games to me that that's kind of an exception, man. When they're hard to get and the only ones available for whatever because they were like late launches, so they flopped or stuff like that. To me, that's that's. Again, this is me saying that it should be an exception. The the law, I, I couldn't tell you, dude. I'm no lawyer. I don't know whether you know what's te- technically allowed and not allowed. But I just don't. I'm telling you, those are the scenarios where I don't feel remotely bad for doing what I'm doing. You know, of, if of, I was doing it, or, you know, whatever. Of course, I, and and then this wouldn't be with gaming and all, but even music. I mean, there's even been times like musicians have said, "Yes, you could pirate this or something." Like you know, might not be the most legal thing because you know they're still saying pirate. But like one example is um, like the band. Uh, I just pre-ordered their new album that's coming out 10 years i really like this band and they have this one album it's like their first actual album with you know the, the current lead singer and all that they did it's called killing all that holds you it was pretty much their demo album it was a full album but it was you know their demo one that came out uh, before uh their hit album and everything 
and it is great. Like, it's honestly one of my favorite albums. It's an excellent title. It just it sounds raw. There's so much I like about this. I don't want to make this an album review or anything. But essentially, this album, it's not impressing anymore. You really can't buy it digitally. Like, there's really not a digital option from what I've seen, at least the last time I checked. Uh, and you can't buy it on the band's website or anything like that. And copies of this album go for, like, 50 dollars $60, $70 a piece. So that's another one of those things where it's like, well... There's an exception that can be made here. Yeah. I mean, this is music that's been made to be heard. And even the band themselves, you know, they didn't see themselves blowing up really as they did. So they didn't press that many copies of it. Again, because, you know, they were paying out of pocket. They didn't have all the money and everything. But they haven't remade this album. Yeah. Again, but the thing is, uh, if getting back to it, what what is the legality behind it? We don't know, mm-hmm. right? I mean, essentially, like, even though it's one of our... Our, our times that we're okay with it, like, you don't know whether that's technically okay, right? I mean... Exactly. Like, see, and th- even think about it, like, I'm not sure. I'm not 100% sure if it's copyrighted. I want to say it is, but I'm really not 100% sure on that. Yeah. Yeah, those, I guess, again, like, those are some of the times where it would be, you know, to me, okay and justifiable to do without any kind of, like, feeling of you're doing something wrong. But it just, it gets hard because then you've got, like with anything at least I've experienced in life that when you can start when you start kind of like justifying things it's like where does the line get drawn you know what I'm saying exactly it's kind of like when people you know you'll see like stories of like people who are like laundering money or like you know skimming money from companies on and they don't have a remorse for it because they've justified it to themselves yeah exactly like even 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 thieves like I've known people like oh you know if it's a big company then you know uh I don't feel bad, you know, they've got so much money, and then, you know, just, like, things like that, once you start justifying things, it's hard, even though, you know, blue and blue and yellow are two different colors, and there's, you know, completely different spears, if you will, or spectrums, it's still, like, once you start justifying, you know, if there's no set, like, this is what's allowed, what's not allowed, people are gonna think different things are acceptable than the, the next person. Of course. Which is why you've got people that have no problem downloading tons of the game for themselves but not only for themselves but selling the game at a profit to random people you know like that's those it's it comes back down to like i you know i don't feel any guilt like you don't they don't even think twice about it you know so a lot of people yeah no and actually i'm one of those people because i'll say this you know like i just want to say i'm not gonna like you know like yell at anyone for pirating or anything like that. i'm just like you know whatever you do with your own connection your own time your own money that's fine just like you know don't bring it to my channel or anything like that but i will say this uh for people that pirate it's like you pirate cool now people that pirate like this would be like uk us anything like that people that pirate and they try to make a living like selling off all that stuff yeah you're a dick yeah yeah that's not cool <laughs> well it's not cool and plus it's like i don't think that they realize the repercussion for their actions so how much trouble they could really get into i mean if you do you remember i don't, I don't see it much anymore but i remember on a lot of vhs's i used to watch and it would have the whole piracy uh, warning at the beginning. It said, oh, you know, yeah, pop, you, wouldn't, you wouldn't steal a car and all that other stuff. Well, yeah, no, that one, too. But there was one that was just, like, blue text. And it said, like, you know, up to either it was, like, $100,000 or, like, a million-dollar fine or something yeah, like that. I mean, yeah, it was yeah. huge, dude. And, I mean, I think that a lot of people, you know, they think, again, just, just like you've got people on the Internet that are trolls, that complete, like, you know, keyboard gangsters or whatever. And in real life, they wouldn't say or do any of the things that they're saying online. Well, I think that maybe similarly, the people, you know, if you're downloading it and you're just doing it out of your house and stuff, you feel some kind of a safety net because you're not, you know, out doing it. You're just, it's all in the comfort of your own home, essentially. Mm-hmm. And so they don't realize the, 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 that, like, to, to the, the law, the law's eye 
doing that is the same thing as literally like almost running into a store, grabbing something and booking off with it, you know, essentially selling, selling into or stealing, you know. But then the thing is, then you run into other thing where it's like technically you didn't steal anything because the original is still there. You just made a copy of it. That's true. <laughs> valid point. That's a valid point. But I mean, I'm just, I'm, I'm kind of just giving like sort of ish an example, you know, to an extent. Uh, you're right though, because again, you're not really stealing you're just taking it and cloning it if you will mm-hmm. yeah you know? one one big thing i will say though is like i don't have an issue paying for things if it's something that's actually worth paying for and i think a lot of other people feel like that because dana i think you can agree with this just you know with me on here but like there's a lot of games out that are 60 dollars that are not worth 60 dollars well the last two games i've bought <laughs> this is my fault but i've played them for like an hour or two each, and I'll probably like never play them again. Maybe I will, but I'm do- dying light, dude. I'm like two hours into that game, and it's been sitting in my shelf, dude. And, <laughs> and same with stupid Bloodborne, man. Like after I talked to you last, it has not seen uh, like any movement or nothing, dude. I just, <laughs> you know, and here I am. I'm like 120 dollars in the hole for you know an hour or two of fun. I just. That, but that's me being stupid, you know. Those games are probably totally worth it, and I'm just like you know not the right guy for them. But mm-hmm. I just. You know, it's just, I don't know. No, I'm talking about people selling, like, a complete scam of a game or something for, like, $60, and you play, you're like, this game is shit, why is this $60? Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, even, even dude, with, like, software, like, there's so many software where it's just, Oh, like, software's holy... so bad about it. that's a whole other thing we can talk yeah. about. Dude, I mean, there was, um, there was a 3D modeling software, like, an AutoCAD software, I'm trying to think of what the name it was, uh, God, off the top of my head, I can't tell you. But dude, I was I was looking into it for my 3D modeling before I went with like the free available software out there. Dude, it, we're talking at, at the low point. I can't remember exactly. But I know it was no less than two thousand dollars, up to ten thousand dollars. Though it was somewhere in that range. It was absolutely absurd. Like, it, I mean, again, granted, the software was intended for like engineers and architects, you know, and stuff like that. But at the same time, dude, it's like, what the fuck, man? You know, it's just that's stupid. Two thousand to ten thousand dollars, like, dude. That's more than my, I mean, not more than my car, but I mean, it's a lot of money, you know? Yeah, no, 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 I understand. <laughs> it's just, I, I, that to me, that's like absurd. And same with like, you know, Cinema 4D is like a thousand, I think it's like, I think, believe that's a thousand dollar software, that 3D, you know. I have no it, idea how much it is, honestly. Yeah, it's expensive ass software, dude. I just, I just don't understand like how they can, they can really think that it's okay to charge that much for software. Again, I will, I will say with Cinema 4D, things like that, the reason why they do charge so much is due to the fact that, like, those are things that not just consumers use, like, like you know, full-scale businesses use them. People in Hollywood use software like that. Yeah. Professionals. Yeah, of course. Like, they're professional software. It's like, okay, I can see the four-figure price tag on that. I understand that. Yeah, I guess I guess then that's just more like the grumpy hobbyist over here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, the guy's hey, like you know, trying to trying to like play ball with the big boys, but you know, just doesn't have the gear for it. Essentially, you know. <laughs> no, I got gotcha. you. But um, yeah, I, I mean, just kind of wrapping this whole thing up here and all that. Like again, you know, I'm just trying to stress to everyone, like, look, you do you do what you want to do. It's all good. At the end of the day, this is just like Daniel and I's you know opinions on here and everything. And I still believe, you know, piracy has done a lot of good stuff. Yes, it might not be the most legal thing, but there's a place in the world that don't have another option, anything like that. And at the same time, I feel like, you know, there are exceptions that can be made to piracy, but there's also times where it would just be, you know, a complete scumbag move to pirate things. Yeah. And, and <laughs> again, back to what Mr. Mario said, neither, neither of us are telling you guys to go out and download things because it's okay. I don't, you know, like, I, I mean, I know, again, like, from my point of view, the things I've said, too, is it doesn't sound like I'm very, like, 
you know, like piracy, terrible all the time. But like, there's a lot more things that are worse than piracy, like murder. Yeah, definitely, definitely. But like, the thing is, uh, when you do download stuff off the internet, there's always a risk. I personally, okay, I've got a quick little piracy story. I met a guy (laughs) off Craigslist about three, four years ago when I was in my prime of repairing things. I drove out to his house. He had like three Red Wing of Death consoles I bought, and um, he flashed consoles. And sold games. And he was probably a dude, I want to say, in his late teens, early 20s. And um, he showed me that Microsoft had actually sent him an email. Um, Now, granted, could this have been another person on Craigslist that didn't like what he was doing? A competition? Absolutely. But the email looked pretty legit, and it you know basically said to you know cease and desist. It was basically a cease and de- cease and desist um, you know email saying that you know if 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 this if this uh, you know activity continues, we will prosecute you, and you know basically the you know to the full extent of the law type thing. So just you know be be aware that again you're not invincible on the internet, you know and and. Um, the, you know, just like with like, do you remember Mario? I'm sure like there was people on LimeWire, like random students that I think it was like out in San Diego or something like that, and they got slammed, dude, hard. Mm-hmm. I, I will say I actually did read up on that here recently, and a lot of those four lawsuits ended up falling through. Oh, they didn't. They didn't. So actually... many of them did. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. I, I will say I, I just want to interrupt you on this. I believe I know why your friend got a cease and desist letter. I don't think it was from piracy. I'm pretty sure it was because he was selling modified consoles and selling it as a service. Because I know people who also do, like, modify systems and everything, they have gotten C&Ds from Microsoft for that. Off of, like, Craigslist and stuff? Yeah, like, they sell, like, I know one or two people, they were doing, like, a lot of flashing off Craigslist. Yeah. And it wasn't, like, pirating or anything like that. Like, they were flashing systems, they would get, like, a cease and desist from Microsoft. Huh. Okay, well, yeah, then that, that, that could have been the case. I remember him, like, saying it, and so, in my mind, I just put, like, two and two together. And was of like, oh, course. Probably, you know, cause well, you know what, Daniel? This, this is what we're talking about right here. Modding versus piracy. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> huh, that's, inter- that's interesting, though. But, yeah, so, you know, again, all I'm really saying is, is that you're going to do what you're going to do. And, uh, you know, just, again, make, make sure that you realize that, you know, there there is potential consequences for your actions. And I, I don't, like, I don't really feel, like, I've always felt this way that, the guy that's downloading and selling is in a much worse position than the guy that's like, ah, uh, you know, just for myself. But then again, I'm not the company that's got a team of, you know, people that are, I don't know how companies' teams work, you know, how hard they really go at, you know, trying to stop people. But um, just, I don't know. God, I'm ranting, but just be careful. Like, whatever you guys do, just be careful, you know, and please be smart, you know, because it's just like, it's just such a. The, the numbers I've seen, which again, they're probably really dramatic and exaggerated. It just could be so much money for just doing a one or two things, like right, Mister Mario. I mean, mm-hmm. if, I mean, yeah, to, no, get, no, to that, get fined. To that's 100, actually 000. that's actually why a lot of college campuses and all that do block peer to peer activity and all that because like the college gets slammed with DMCA's. Oh yeah, I bet because mm-hmm. there's so many so much piracy going on from that IP or you know their 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 internet or whatever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's how it works out and everything. Yeah, I, I mean, I I will say this, like, as I was saying, you know, it's kind of, we're almost repeating ourselves because we're almost at the 45-minute mark here, but um, really, it's just what I'm trying to say is, yes, like, modding can be used to assist with piracy, but as you've said before, modding and piracy are not going to be alike, and most of these developers who are modifiers and everything are people who are actually against piracy. I mean, even look at... Uh, what was it? Uh, Ninjacks, for example, on the 3DS. The person who coded that actually coded it specifically uh, to not play pirated, you know, 3DS ROMs or anything like that. 
uh, GeoHot when he released his jailbreak on the PS3. His jailbreak, you know, his custom firmware was not designed to run ISOs or, you know, games or anything like that. It wasn't supposed to be anything like that. Uh, and of course, you know, anything else has been designed more to preserve things. As I'm one of those people, you know, especially with the Xbox 360, like how it scratched up discs and all that, I would rather yeah. play copy discs in there. Uh, with my older systems as well, I would rather preserve those original games. I'll just play the CDR copies of them. Yeah, from a collector's standpoint, because otherwise you get wear and tear on them, you know? Exactly, yeah. And it's not even super bad, but it's just like, eh, you know what? I think I'd rather replace the system than replace my game. Yeah, because the thing is, like, even on the Xbox 360, if you don't get, like, that perfect... Well, I think they call it, like, Circle of Death or, you know, Ring of... Was it Circle the of Death? Ring of they Doom. Yeah, yeah, exactly, you know? Um, even if you didn't get that, just from using the disc over time, the laser still, like, etches little things in it over time. Occasionally, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Can. So, I mean, it's just, I don't know. For me, again, too, it's like, uh, for those games, eventually, they're going to be retro games, you know, in, in, in 20 years from now or whatever. And it's like, I don't, they're not going to be available, essentially, to be bought. And if they are, they're going to be, just like now, when I go out to, like, look for retro games, they're going to be more expensive. So, like, I'd rather hold on to my original and still have it. But then, like, I mean, when you're playing the game and the disc is in there, you don't give a rat whether it's the original or not. You just want to play the game. So if you can keep your original copy nice in your shelf, like, wouldn't you rather do that? Exactly. Yeah. So... Yeah. Anyways, I want to know what people think on this. So, like, please, you know, if you're on YouTube, leave your comments down below, like, your pins on this and everything, because I really want to see what people think of all this. Yeah, definitely. Because, I, again, like I said, I've got so many people, and I know since our content is so similar um, in terms of, like, the modding stuff, you've got to get quite a lot of people just asking you how to burn games and stuff like that and how to do the ISO well, stuff. Well, I mean, ISOs and burning games, like, I, I get that, but no, like, the, the issue I have is when people are just like, yeah, I'm trying to download this game, and they, like, link to the Pirate Bay, and they oh, send me the link, and they're like, how can I put this into my tour, and how can I download it? I'm like, no, I'm not showing you that. Wow, yeah, I, that that's actually extreme. I don't know. I've gotten that maybe like once or twice, but that's not something I, I typically get. I actually have seen on on one of your videos. I don't remember which one, but I remember there was one of your videos I saw where there was a comment on there, and this guy was asking you. He was just like, "Hey, if I can, I get your email so I could send you a list of games that I want to download, and you download and send them to me." That sounds. You know what? <laughs> I probably see stuff like that and just look right over it. You know, I'm just like, okay, next. You know. <laughs> Yeah, that's yeah, God. I just uh, people, people. <laughs> it's just God, dude. No, I would never. Just so yeah. So those of you watching this too, like now you know. Now you know. If you send me like, a comment like that, you'll either get no response, you'll get blocked, or I will say something just wise assish back, <laughs> like super, just like stupid. Just, just link them to a Trojan. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'll link you to one of my top three favorite porn sites. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, any, anyways, we're going to go ahead and wrap this up. So this has been Mr. Mario, you know, speaking on behalf of, you know, the modding versus piracy debate, I guess, or topic of uh, Mod Chat here. And Dope Center 930. And thank you guys for tuning in. And as he said, comment down below because that's like where I get my kick to see what you guys agree, disagree on and, you know, add your own two cents to our, uh, you know, subject matter. Absolutely. Yeah. Anyways, this is Mr. Mario signing off. Thank you for watching, everyone. Hey, Daniel, let's go and pirate like three terabytes worth of stuff now. <laughs> it sounds like a plan, man. <laughs>